1: All right, how about hour number three on this Monday, 12-12, headed towards Christmas. Foggy out there. Please be careful. Chad and Zay with you. I'm Chad Hastings. Isaiah Collier alongside. Hour three begins with a beat chosen especially by Zay. What you got, Zay? Because I'm swinging and banging.
0: ESG. Instrumental. Houston. H-Town. ESG. Yeah. Northside. Okay. Sometimes you got to be specific. I know Rod Babers knows this because there used to be a north side, south side beat. You better.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So where's UGK? Which side are they on?
0: UGK's from Port Arthur. Okay. So they're.
1: They're not Houston proper then.
0: They are, but not by those standards. That's why they're cool with
1: everybody. I see. Okay.
0: Which, eh, that, that beef's not around no more. That used to be a beef in, like, 90s, early 2000s. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Yeah. ESG with a nice beat to get us started uh, this hour. There's a lot going on today. My goodness. Um, so, to try to clarify things for you, we um, if you're a Longhorn fan, you woke up today with this Chris Beard story and uh the latest on this story and again we are going to do our best not to speculate too much about the parts of it we don't know but as the show has progressed today we have gotten um we have gotten a little more information uh here and there and uh, so there's some different, different pieces of information coming out, including uh, some updated stuff we haven't gotten to. Let's get you um, some of this info. Chris Beard, uh, again, was arrested on a domestic assault charge, uh, assault on a family member, and it was ultimately a third-degree um, third felony was booked into the Travis County Jail. Midnight, a little after midnight was when the report first came in. Uh, APD officers, uh, there was a disturbance. The caller reported the disturbance was no longer ongoing. Again, this is from the media report that was put out by APD. One of the individuals had left the house. APD officers responded and located a woman who stated she had been assaulted and strangled by Christopher Michael Beard. Uh, The bond... Earlier, we talked about uh, the the bond has reportedly been set at $10,000. There's also a report on uh, Twitter. Let me double check who this person is. Nowadays on Twitter, we got to check in. Oh, you better check. Even I got it all mucked up. Good grief. Um, There is somebody tweeting out about uh, that they listened to the Zoom of the bond hearing. And the conditions include uh, must stay 200 yards away from the victim, can communicate via text, phone, but in a non threatening way, must stay 200 yards away from the house, protection order that goes until February of 23. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, apparently that is uh maybe a part of the situation as well. Again, a $10,000 bond has been set, and as we read to you earlier in the day, the attorney for Chris Beard says, quote, Coach Beard is 100% innocent of these charges. He should have never been arrested. The complainant wants film uh film, excuse me, wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. It is truly inconceivable. And Quote. "uh and as we've been talking about throughout the show today there has been no actual word of whether uh he is going to coach this basketball game tonight uh there's been no and he has been released again the uh the bond uh, set at $10,000 and no shock they were able to get the $10,000 bond uh so he was released on the $10,000 bond and if i be, if i'm understanding that correctly i don't believe you owe 10,000 at that point i think it's a percentage of that i don't think you owe the full 10,000 somebody may be able to correct me there but um there you go. So now the, the story is starting to, uh, to get out there that he has indeed been released. So now we will see. He's being released, let's just say, around 2 o'clock here. Zay, this is a 7 o'clock game tonight. So now the university's got to figure out, do you want to add that level of distraction? Um, the team's already dealing with whatever distraction this is. Do you go ahead and let maybe Coach Terry just coach the team tonight against Rice? Or do you go ahead and you know, have Chris Beard show up, coach the game, and then afterwards say we'll let, this, you know, let the legal system play out?
0: Yeah, Jay Hartzell and Chris Del Conte definitely going to get their money's worth today and the decision that they're going to have to make. I'm sure they're going to make what the one that's best for the university and this basketball team for the rest of the season. But yeah, just wanted to come in here on the Monday and <laughs> talk about the Arkansas Pine Bluff game and tell you people that I love the way Christian Bishop and Brock Cunningham played. Both of those guys were definitely the uh, main guys that were, you know, that led to that successful victory. And even though it wasn't against the best team, it was a good bounce back win after how they looked against Illinois. Because they got to handle all these, you know, mid-major games because those net rankings, they're not looking as good as they did a few weeks ago. Creighton lost another game. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Another game. So they're not even ranked anymore.
1: Oh, they fell all the way out. Yeah. Okay.
0: So Illinois just lost to Penn State. They got ran out the gym right after they won uh, mm. against Texas at the Garden. They lost to Penn State, which is always at the bottom of the Big Ten. So you got to take care of every single game you play because you never know how these other teams are going to look uh, when March comes and the committee's making all these decisions.
1: Also, there are folks I can see on social media asking Longhorn fans if you can to show up to the game tonight. The team may need your support right now more than ever because it's got to be a confusing, uh, you know, time for them with this story coming out, um, you know, about their head coach. Which again, we don't know all the, the facts of the situation, but it's still got to be just weird, right? You just you don't know. I mean, right now, you know, whatever player you want to pick, uh, they don't act. You know, maybe they know by now. Who's going to be their head coach tonight? But they still might not know at two o'clock. So we will have that game for you tonight, six thirty pregame. Yeah, 7 the whole country will be ten- watching
0: this Rice game. Uh huh. Everybody will be trying to get Longhorn Network to see what's going on and see who's going to be on the sideline.
1: Yep. Wild story. I I'm, I was trying to remember. I mean, just it's not often you get a story like this where you're talking about a top ten coach um and then you know a, a top 10 team head coach of a top 10 team getting accused of something like that right in the middle of a season yeah that's just
0: yeah, there's nothing to compare it to yeah
1: it's rough uh, it is rough and again that additional information that APD put out that's making its rounds um, uh, you know today on the, the circumstance and again that one piece of information I think that comes out of the APD report is that it is a woman who told APD that she was assaulted and strangled by Chris Beard what exactly does that mean we do not know we do not know the particulars of it and we'll certainly wait to to you know re- to reserve that judgment all um, also on the Longhorn front, Zay just told you he wanted to come in here and talk about 88-43. Texas did beat Arkansas Pine Bluff easily. Speaking of a Texas team winning and winning pretty comfortably, how about that volleyball team? Back into the Final yeah. Four
0: because
1: that's kind of where they live. It's their 14th time in 10 out of the last 15 years they go to the Final Four. But if you know Texas volleyball, you know that story. And they they'll tell you the story. They've got to they got to close that door. They've got to finish it. They did it back in 2012. Heck, I was trying to give them a title the other day from the last couple of years, and I forgot what I was thinking of is when they lost in the championship match. Right, that's what I was thinking. I was trying to give them a title there. They didn't get a title that that night, uh, but they did beat Ohio State three sets to one to advance. Next up, they take on San Diego. University of San Diego is number three in the country. So Texas uh, seeded number one. USD is number three. They play Thursday night at six on ESPN. We'll wish Coach Elliott's crew nothing but the best of luck. But Zay, that's kind of where they are right now. They're very much at home in the final four. They just haven't been able to finish it off and get as many titles as as a lot of Longhorn fans think they needed to get.
0: Yeah, University of Texas at Omaha, whether if it's David Pierce's team or Coach Elliott's team, they both of these squads always seem to go up there to play for a national championship or have the chance to. And, yeah, I, I think this is a prime opportunity. I read also this is the first time in a hot minute that a non-Pac-12 team and a non-Big team Big Ten team didn't make it to the Final Four, so all those juggernauts that we always see in the Big mm. Ten, from Penn State, Nebraska's to- Nebraska is Nebraska, always good. Yeah. They just knocked out Ohio State, Wisconsin, etc. All those teams aren't there anymore now. San Diego, they might not be, uh, you know, Power Five to our standard, but they're clearly a big time team, being the number third uh, ranked squad in all co- college volleyball. So it's going to be a tough test, and you know, one thing that the Horns had going their way was playing at Gregory, that's a huge home court advantage. That they've had throughout these, uh, throughout the tournament, throughout the whole season. So hopefully they could bring that mojo from Gregory on the road to Omaha and you know get success there, which I'm sure they can.
1: Yeah, incredible crowds there. They just had a record crowd show up for that uh, that match against Ohio State. So congrats to the volleyball team. Uh, we hadn't had a chance to mention that a lot today. Uh, and again, the basketball game tonight at seven. 6:30 pregame for you. It'll be right here on the horn. Also, uh, we talked some college football. Caleb Williams getting the Heisman. Bijan Robinson finding his way onto another All-American team. This time it was the AP All-American team. He is one of the running backs along with Blake Corum. So that's 3 uh first team um first team nods for Bijan uh, in addition to the Doak Walker. Congrats to number 5 for that. And uh, all that is uh, really, you know, cool news if you're a Longhorn fan. Terrible news today if you're a college football fan, or I guess just a human in general. But uh, Mike Leach, the massive heart attack is how I'm seeing it described in in some circles. But he's in critical condition in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. They rushed him to the hospital. He suffered this uh, this heart attack. Uh, whatever the the Situation was yesterday. Has been in critical condition for a while. I'm now seeing coaches Zay tweeting out and uh, you know sending their best thoughts out. I saw Brian Kelly and Lane Kiffin and a couple others guys that you know are. There's a whole lot of guys that are out there that are connected to to Coach Leach and consider him a mentor and everything. And they're they're just sending their love. Man, this does not look good today. for Mike Leach.
0: So sad, man. Think about just how spunky and fun Mike Leach is, and it's I couldn't even think about him being in this type of way. It's just you feel for his family, you feel for everybody at Mississippi State and everybody that's close to him, and you hope that something positive comes out of the story. But, yeah, Chad, it's not looking too good.
1: Yeah, we're trying to be respectful to some of the stuff we're seeing here. There's a lot of different things out there, and and it's certainly one of those things we want to be patient with and try to figure out uh, exactly what is going on. So hopefully it is something that uh, – Uh, Coach will be able to fight through. He has admitted uh, during the season to he had a bout with pneumonia uh, earlier in the season, and then this circumstance happens yesterday. He was at practice Saturday. They're getting ready for a bowl on January 2nd, and he was at practice with the team. On Saturday, and then uh, at his house, um, the uh, this medical situation happened yesterday. First, they called it a personal health issue, and then I did see it described today as a massive heart attack. That is what the Clarion Ledger in uh, Mississippi believes happened to Mike Leach, and then they've just been trying to take care of him today and uh, and keep him uh, keep him stable. He's been in critical condition for a while now. So that story um, in college football today, as if we needed any more weirdness and strangeness, and just. Sort sort of odd stories floating around. But uh, we have been talking about, again, this Chris Beard story. um, Don't know, you know, the... Obviously, the specifics of that we're just trying to keep you up to date on the uh, on the basics there, uh, but there has been no announcement made. Somebody's was, was texting, in, "Oh, so you do this and you get out and you get to coach." We don't we don't know. Yeah, it's, we, yeah it's we don't not know about that part. All that stuff, right? We don't know that part. Uh, somebody also saying they think it's ten percent of the bond to get out. Whatever it is, I mean, again, ten thousand dollars for the University of Texas or Chris Beard in this case. Yeah. Um, all I know is a lot of Tech fans are listening right now. Ah, uh, yeah. I would imagine, yeah. That's I hadn't even, I hadn't thought of tech fans today and how they oh, might react to this story. Yeah, yeah. yeah may, Like
0: like a tech fan would. Maybe a bit of a, pimp walk, p- parade route. Yeah.
1: Kind of a reaction from them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been seeing tech fans being tech fans. Uh huh. That's that's gonna be it. And uh, yeah, I mean that's and you know there's obviously we always talk about it. There's a brighter there's a brighter light on the big jobs at this school than anywhere else. Oh, yeah. And even in this world of college basketball where we all know who the bluest of Blue Bloods are, and we know Texas is not one of those, but right now they're a team that's been ranked as high as two. They're a guy, and he is also one of the prime time coaching names in that world. Yes. A guy that took a team literally to the doorstep of the title, took them into – that was an overtime final, wasn't it, for Tech that year? It was really close, right? Uh,
0: I think they would went, that be Virginia.
1: It was Virginia that beat them and I think it was in oh, I think it went overtime. That game was tight from what I recall. So he is one of the big names in that world. That's why I said earlier I can't recall something like this happening. The only I, the only thing I could come up with was maybe some of the maybe like a Rick Patino story from years ago like did one of those happen right in the middle of a season? But mm. it wasn't that it, uh, it, it, to me, it, as, as I'm recalling it, it wouldn't be that drastic a charge right away. Uh, but again, we don't know all the particulars. We're not. We're trying not to speculate today on what this could be. We're trying to just sort of report what we're seeing here and, and what is ultimately being reported. As we sit here, Chris Beard, uh, according to uh, APD and the information we're getting, he has been released on bond, on a $10,000 bond, after the arrest last night. And, uh, again, there is a woman that told APD that she was assaulted and strangled by Chris Beard. Uh, other than that, no particulars uh, inter- you know, have been released. Uh, we'll wait for, for more information there. So that obviously has been a huge story today. Also, the Cowboys getting by the Texans, by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. Chin, but they had a huge loss in the game. Terrence Steele is out For the rest of the year, torn ACL and MCL. Two straight weeks, the Cowboys lose a starter. Last week it was on defense with Anthony Brown. This week it is Terrence Steele. Plus, there's the cloud of uh uh-oh that followed that game because you had a couple Dak throws that is it's the bad Dak. Those throws, Zay, that you know he can't be making in a big playoff game situation. And then you brought up the other side of it. Yesterday also reminded you, that the Cowboys' defense can be had in certain situations, especially without Brown, especially without Jordan Lewis. That defense can be picked apart a little bit, even by the Texans. Yeah. yeah. That was was rough to watch.
0: Yeah. Damian Pierce, he looked good before he went out the game. And I don't know if that – Davis Mills, Jeff Driscoll thing coming in just at different times, confuse the Cowboys or what. But, you know, when you muffin punts and you have the turnovers like they did, whether it hit somebody's hand before it hit went to Noah Brown for that Dak interception, you still got to catch that. No, you do. This yeah. is the national football. Hey, you know, yeah. you got to catch that, bro. The
1: defender did, I think, make contact with the ball. But as one of our listeners texted in earlier, then it got right to Noah Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it basically hits him in the chest. Like I don't care what happened to it before yeah. that, and the, he made up for it. The ball got to you eighty-five, and yeah, he, yeah. oh, he, he he
0: made up for it on that last drive, that diving catch where he took some contact too. That ain't no easy catch, so yeah, he, he made up for it. So we shouldn't bash him too much, but yeah, that that's the Dak Prescott we don't like, and Kellen Moore. I don't think he called the best game last mm. night. Now. You know, I mean, yesterday when Terrence Steele went out the game, that definitely shook up the whole offense, especially on that drive where Diggs got the fumble recovery. You need to score there. They had four downs to do it uh, within the five-yard line. They try to run to the right where Terrence Steele would have been, and they get stuff. Ezekiel Elliott gets stuff. So, you know, they made Mike McCarthy and those guys, they made a good move by putting in, uh, oh, boy, Peters. Peters. Yep. By switching Jason Peters, Peters over to replace Ball, who was getting aid alive, uh, who was originally in there for Terrence Steele. Once they moved Peters over there, they went on to have that ninety eight yard drive where Ezekiel Elliott got the score at the end. And yeah, they snuck out of that with a dub, but i I still think the Cowboys are one of the best football teams in the league. I think you're gonna have games like this, and you gotta win games like this where a lot of things don't go your way. You're having big, significant injuries. Guys are going down left and right. Dak doesn't have his best game, your offensive coordinator doesn't have his best game, and you somehow win. I don't give a damn if this gets the worst team in the league. That team, they have a lot to play for, and that's to stick around in the league, coaches included, players included, you know, and they, they were prideful yesterday. So... You know, Texans, Lovey Smith, their squad, they're going to get the number one pick for a reason. But I wouldn't say it was a high-quality win, but it was a solid
1: win. You got to win. Yeah, the, getting the win is important. But uh, as much as I've given Kellen Moore a little love, I can't give him love for 39 attempts for Dak, 31 rushes. Nah. Not the way that game played out. Not how close it was throughout. Do you, do you believe in your running game or not? I get that Steele got hurt. Steele got hurt in the second quarter. Steel got hurt in the second quarter. You'd had some time by then. You'd gotten sloppy by then. So there's a disappointment to that performance. Uh, The Cowboys need to go to Jacksonville and look a lot cleaner because that level of football is a bye-bye in the first round. You're done. I don't care who you play. You play like that, you're done. Name any team you want. They'll all beat you, including the Bucs. They will all take you out.
0: Yeah, the NFL was really interesting yesterday. A lot of teams that we thought didn't have a chance or weren't in the hunt, like talk about Jacksonville, the way they put it on the Tennessee Titans yesterday, that was so impressive. Like, I, I get it. It's a division matchup and all. And yes, Doug Peterson's team is going to be prepared for a division matchup, as you should be, but... Hey, say what you want about the Jaguars, 36-22, to 22, making uh, Derrick Henry fumble at critical moments of the game. Yep. Uh, ain't going to be no easy task for the Cowboys next week.
1: Nope, they got it done, man. NFL always reminds you how tight things can be. Uh, coming up, we'll get you why today matters on this December 12th. couple of things to hit. Oh, a big birthday, almost to 100 on a birthday, and he's still swinging. We'll tell you who he is on the horn. Yeah, 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 let's go, let's go, right about there, we need all the ladies to hit the dance floor, if you got a big old booty, and you like to say that mother, let's go, people, let's go, hey, hey. oh, wow, all right, Hulo. out on the dance floor, I heard Lil John. Hulo. Lil John. Well, John's part of it, right? Yeah. All right, so should I know that
0: voice? Yeah, he's a legend. Uh...
1: I don't know. Who is it? Oh, man. Pitbull. Is- Pitbull, of course. With the field. The, the, yes, okay.
0: Nah. This was like his coming out party hit.
1: Okay. Coolo so-
0: with Lil John, especially when Lil John was hot, too. Pitbull and Lil John. All right.
1: Yeah, that's a heck of a showman, man. Yeah. The and
0: pit- then when you were in the club, they would like mix this in with some Nelly Furtado. Uh, Only when you're in the club because it's the same beat. Now I always used to think, how would they do this? Uh-huh. Like, how did they mix both songs together? Same beat, but they would throw Nelly Furtado in there somehow. Because they're
1: geniuses. That's yeah. why. They're yeah. Geniuses. Those DJs. The mixologists, man. Man. Come on. Uh, Pitbull and Lil John joining the show. Jethro Tull. Uh, One of our listeners was upset I did not recognize the Jethro Tull voice, my bad. Tina Turner, Diamond Head, Blind Melon have all been a part of it today, and uh, it is Chad and Zay on a Monday, a weird Monday. We'll hit a couple other things, but if you're a Longhorn fan, there is uh, really only one reason why today matters. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get Sinus and Snoring Relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512 601 0303 or sinus-snoring-ent.com. But we have been trying to throw in some of those positive things, if you're a Longhorn fan. Uh, Before all this Chris Beard stuff happened, uh, the team did win over the weekend, 88-43 over Arkansas Pine Bluff. Volleyball gets into another Final Four. That's 10 out of 15 years they've done that, looking for their second national title, of course, and they are taking on San Diego on Thursday. And our man CB and others have let us know today's the anniversary of Ricky winning the Heisman. So that's all positive, positive stuff. Great day. Yeah. Uh, One of the reasons why Longhorn fans are a little confused today is uh, what's going on with their head basketball coach, and that is the Chris Beard story. We'll get back to that in a second. want to say happy birthday to Bob Barker. Hits the 9-9 today, 99 years old. Bob Barker, definitely one of my favorite game show hosts. Zay, you grew up in an era that really didn't have a ton of game shows, but there were some. Like, are you a game show guy?
0: No. Not one bit. Okay. Only thing I know about Bob Barker is that he gave it to...
1: Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. Great cameo. Um, It was one of the best. Just one of the... Yeah. Easily one of the best cameos. price is wrong, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Bob. Yeah, that's one of the best ideas anybody ever had, to have uh, to have him beat up the Adam Sandler character in that movie. Happy birthday to Bob Barker. Happy birthday to a great Texan, John Randall, 55 years old today. The Hall of Famer, John Randall. You talk about a path through small schools, and they'll still find you. Trinity Valley for a couple years, then Texas A&I, then he goes to the league and becomes a pro football Hall of Famer. Wow. God love John Randall. Born in Mumford, Texas, in the uh, Bryan College Station area. Grows up in Hearn, went to Hearn High School. If you drive through Hearn, there's still a sign up there that says home of John Randall, you know. Hall of Famer. Uh, definitely one of my favorite players to watch. One of the best stories they've ever had, get to the Hall of Fame. And then uh, on the actor side, Jennifer Connelly is 53, uh, 52 today. Uh, and uh, yesterday, Nikki Six, of Motley Crue had a birthday. He is 64 years old. I used to love the way John Randall wore his face paint.
0: Yes. Well, he, he wore it yeah. all over the face. Yo, for a brother, that's tough to do. To still look scary, and have the face paint on the way he did, he was very intimidating.
1: I think it was because John Randall spent so much time out there in the country, out in the Hearn area. I think he probably did a little. I not probably. I know he did yeah. a little hunting and fishing. He was Mufford, Texas. He was Are you an, kidding me. He was an outdoor <laughs> kind of dude. So yeah, he probably spent a lot of time maybe uh, out in a deer blind with some camo on or something like that. It felt like he was comfortable with some face paint on.
0: Sure, Mufford makes uh, Waxahachie Look oh. like a big time city. Yeah, Wax is like San Antonio compared
1: to Mumford. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, that is small town right there. Uh, it's also National Gingerbread House Day. So make yourself a gingerbread house if you're into it. Also, Ambrosia gets its own day citrus, coconut, and sugar. Gross. Some sort of dessert I'm not familiar with. Ambrosia. Poinsettias get their day today. Also, it is National Dingaling Day. No, nothing naughty. It is a reminder to call those people that you have not caught up with in a while. Oh. Call those people that you used to talk to, you haven't talked to. I recently talked to a friend that we hadn't talked in a few years. So it was good to hear her voice and catch up with what's going on with her and her son and all those things. So call somebody you haven't called in a while. That's a good idea. Yeah, I
0: got to do that. I like that.
1: It's a good idea. We don't call anybody anymore. Nobody.
0: No, don't, don't be calling like ex-girlfriends and stuff like that. No, don't you. Do that's, that. that's not that's not what that
1: means. No, that no, this is not dig up Old stories day. This is not that. Now,
0: I'm not going to lie. That could be a smooth ass way in if you're trying to rekindle something with an ex girlfriend.
1: Ah. It went wrong. Like,
0: hey, it's ding dong day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I knew I was wrong. I knew I did you wrong. I'm sorry. It's ding dong day. I hope you're doing good. I hope your mom's good. Tell him I said hello.
1: Make sure there's some boys to men playing in the <laughs> background.
0: we <Let me> go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude. Just to make sure, right? Yeah. Rise, right, you're about little to. Bit of, little bit of that. Right you're about to hang up the phone. Have the bass <laughs> dude in the middle. Say, Baby, I'm sorry. Click.
0: You know. <laughs> you're not making a voicemail like a voice machine. Oh, no, just
1: on. You know, just, just make it seem like it's natural. Like you didn't mean to do it. You didn't mean to do it. That's the last thing she hears. <laughs> last thing she hears oh, is that's the amazing. Is the apology. Uh, all right, but Yo, the, that's how y'all used to do
0: the voicemails back in the day in the '90s. Y'all have something smooth playing, and then y'all try to get y'all. Oh yeah, we're very white on. We're doing
1: mixtapes and throwing things in yeah. voicemails. Yes, whatever, whatever, whatever worked. Yeah. Hey, what's up,
0: girl? I can't get here right now, but hit me back up later. Knowing damn well only men call your phone, like your pops and your friends and yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. Hey, what's up, baby? Mm-hmm. Can't get to the phone right now, but leave your name and number, and I'll get back to you.
1: Yeah, you hear just... the beep just get made fun of by all your friends and your male friends. And you're just like, what are you doing? Get that off your phone. Crazy. Uh, The big reason why today matters for Texas fans is the Chris Beard story. There's just no way to get around it, Zay. This image, uh, the the video of him getting booked is out there now. Oh, that's out. He is standing there in stripes, in the horizontal stripes. He is standing there in cuffs. And at the end of it, they get him to sign something. And he signs it in handcuffs. That's just going to be a tough image to yeah. to get by. So, but it's one of those things that again, we've got to we got to wait, try to be as patient as we can for the particulars of the story, but this is the head coach of the number 7 ranked college basketball team in the country, one of the biggest names in his industry, and he's standing there in prison stripes today crazy man that's that that is a rough look uh so the the optics right now certainly not looking great for chris beard and texas the next step will be now that he has bonded out ten thousand dollar bond today and apparently there's some conditions on that bond and everything in terms of uh maybe staying away from this woman that is accusing him of assault but now the issue the most immediate issue for texas is do you let him coach this basketball game or not do you wait until the game? Do you not tell anybody? And then you ultimately maybe let take Coach Terry coach the game, or do you let him show up and coach? Uh, you would think there's a, a big distraction to it, but I don't, I don't know, Jay. I'm interested to, to, to see what they do here because on the other side of the argument, I could say, well, if you don't coach, you look like you're running. You're free, right? You got out on the bond, so yeah. what would keep you from coaching this game at this point? That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean – I get it's a distraction, but it's gonna be that. Yeah. So you have to sort of decide how you wanna proceed here. Uh ultimately that will be his boss's decision, right? That sits with C D C. Yeah. Chris Del is going to have to figure that one out for tonight. Uh, Texas and Rice at 7 o'clock, 6.30 pregame. That we know. The particulars of Will Chris Beard be in attendance. We do not know specifically, but he has bonded out of jail after the arrest earlier today. Wild story for Texas fans to deal with on the basketball side of things today. Up next, it is stems and seeds. Before we get out of here, setting you up for that basketball game, Cowboys lose the offensive linemen even though they won the game. Also, maybe some good news for you Texas fans in terms of the future and the SEC. We'll hit that story again for you before we get done. Stay with us. It's the Horn. All right, just about done on a Monday. Should I know this? No, I did not Maybe recognize it. Maybe the first right part, away. the hook. That's good. It's good, but I don't recognize it, and I didn't recognize the either the female or the male voice. So what the we hook
0: wasn't is an Ars- Austin artist.
1: The hook is an Austin artist.
0: Well, not really, but people oh. say he is. He performed at LCL Nelly's
1: here. Nelly. 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 Right. I've heard you make fun of him for that exact reason, that people say he's Austin, but he's not Austin. So this is Nelly. Yeah, Nelly. Okay. Well, and this is Fat Joe. Nelly's on the hook. Gotcha. Underrated song. What about the female voice? I don't know who that is. No idea? Okay. Yeah. Nelly, Fat Joe. It's good. It's good. Very catchy. What You Gonna Do is the title. Get It Poppin'. Get It Poppin'. Okay. Didn't sound any cooler saying that than I did. Uh, what you gonna do? It just sounded the same. The same level of lame that it did on the uh, on the other side. All right, uh, Chad and Zay with you on this Monday. Weird, strange Monday. Sometimes when you do this job, these stories just kind of present themselves, and it's like, oh. So we've got to talk about that today. We've tried to talk about the Chris Beard thing as respectfully as we can cuz we don't know what happened and uh we don't know exactly what uh, occurred. The, we've been trying to give you the information that we um uh, that we have on this and obviously we will be try to be as patient as we can, try to be as Innocent until proven guilty as we can, because that's what Chris Beard deserves, just like the rest of us would deserve it. Uh, Earlier, his attorney said he is 100% innocent of the charges. Quote, he should never have been arrested. The complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. It is truly inconceivable. End quote. So uh, that was early on in the show. During the show, we learned that it is a woman that told APD that she was assaulted by Chris Beard. So we will see where that story and goes. All this,
0: like stuff happened in Terrytown.
1: Yes, in Terrytown. Wow. If that matters, this on what, close, what was it? Vista Avenue, something like that. Do I have that right? The nineteen hundred block of Vista Lane. Yes. Sounds sounds scenic. Vista Lane. Oh yeah, it's Terrytown. Beautiful, sure.
0: classic. Legendary neighborhood in Austin, Texas. Exactly.
1: Uh so uh he has been charged and then uh, was released on ten thousand dollars bond earlier. No word yet as I check things here. Uh just to I I don't believe any decision has been made in terms of the uh in terms of the game tonight. So Texas and uh, Rice will play at seven. We know that. We know pre uh the pregame is at six thirty. And we know our man Craig Way is going to call it for you. Is Chris Beard going to be there on the sideline? Not exactly sure on that one. Texas is going to have to figure that one out. Uh, Some of our listeners have already texted in, hey, that'd be bad optics, wouldn't be a good look. Maybe he should stay away from the game. We'll see. We'll see what they're going to do there um, in that circumstance. So um, that story certainly a part of the show today. Uh, There's some others as well. Let's get you some stems and seeds before we get out of here, and uh, we'll start with the NFL.
0: No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks.
1: Brought to you by AV Consultations. 255-8678 or go to avconsultations.com. You got Patriots and Cardinals tonight. Patriots still kind of hanging in there in that playoff discussion. Cardinals just trying to mess with things. Cowboys got bad news. They lost Terrence Steele, torn ACL, and MCL. But maybe the good news is Tyron Smith can give them a little time this week. Keep your eyes peeled for that story. Zay, we can talk about this more tomorrow, but I think we could just about spend the whole week on what Brock Purdy did to the Bucs. Tom Brady had a 36.1 QBR in that game, and Purdy had a 92.8.
0: Yo. Wow. How crazy would it be in Brock Purdy's first start against Tom Brady to have the type of season that Tom Brady had in 2001 where he fell dead for Drew Bledsoe, just like brought Purdy filled in for Jimmy Garoppolo. And those Patriots won a championship. It could be that story. Man. That 49ers team, they got the depth. Obviously, Debo Samuel going out is a bit concerning. Now, do but we know how
1: serious that is yet? It's
0: high ankle sprain. It looked bad. When you're getting carted off and it, he's crying and stuff. It looked bad. That, it, yeah. it looked bad. Because. I wouldn't be surprised he was out for a month or so.
1: Okay. But a high ankle sprain, but it wasn't broken. It didn't no. Be- that's good news yes. for the Niners. Didn't break the ankle would him. That did look bad, though. He got pinned yeah. underneath there and twisted around and everything. Brock Birdie could be the new Tom Brady. Dude, it's amazing when a guy like Kyle Shanahan sits there and says, No, no, we're good. We're good. Everybody was kind of like, really, Coach? Are you sure? Because we saw that regression at Iowa State. But they've obviously been cooking behind the scenes with Purdy. They really feel like he understands the system. I don't feel like they've got him on training wheels at all. And he went out there and went 16-21, two touchdowns, no picks. The rating was one. Thirty-four flat.
0: Yo, that pass that he had to Christian McCaffrey was sweet. They reviewed it for about 15 minutes or so. Yeah, that was a little long. That was on the money. And, yeah, Brock Purdy, if you look at him, you know, they're like, man, this guy, they call him Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. He was the last pick of the draft. But we've seen Brock Purdy, especially down these parts with his tenure at Iowa State, he just has a little bit of an it factor, and like you said, if Kyle Shanahan, if he's dealing the right way and utilizing him in the right ways, he looks like a guy that's been in the league for about five years or so and has about two Pro Bowls under his belt, so he, he plays with that confidence. Clearly, there will be more film on him and more film for these defenses and coordinators to attack, and we'll see how he looks then, but yeah, 49ers, they got to be in a good situation with their third-string quarterback or feel like they're in a good situation situation with Qb3
1: yeah the thing we just don't know is what happened ultimately at Iowa State maybe he'll talk about it at some point but that regression was weird people kind of put him to the side he was Mr irrelevant but now he's starting to show you that the cerebral quality he can bring you he'll learn once he learns your system he's gonna make the throws he's not making dumb throws so far 23 or excuse me 21 pass attempts for him 36 rushing attempts in that game but yeah. ding ding that's exactly what Shanahan wants yeah. to do and now he's going to
0: really experience the NFL. I'm not going to have as yep. many weapons as I did the week prior with Debo Samuel being out. Now more films on me. How is he going to be able to adjust?
1: We'll see. Now you're on tape, kid. Now you're on tape, tape they, kid. I don't know if they do this in Ames, Iowa. <laughs> they record games here, brother. They're going to show them over and over and over again. All right. Rod and Hards coming up. They will get you to Texas basketball at 630 for that pregame. 7 o'clock tip. Texas and rice can the team just focus in on the game and forget about all the rest we will find out we're back for a tuesday show tomorrow including the release of the all flex team come back and join us see you